for our freedom. It was for freedom. It was for freedom. It was for freedom. Laugh at your enemies. Psalm chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, it says, Why do the nations rage and the people's plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their, th their cords from us. All right. This is painting a picture, these verses, of the end of the age. When sin, when iniquity, that's the rebellion inside of the human hearts, has grown to its fullest level, cycle, its fullest capacity, it will actually mature fully before the end of the age. And human beings will actually team up and use the authority God gave them. These are kings of the earth. They were given authority for people. but They're going to use it to try to attack Jehovah, that's the Lord there, and his anointed, that's Christ. So they'll know <laughs> what they're doing, and they're still going to rise up and try to attack Christ. And that reminds me of Satan before he came to this, before he was cast down to a very low position and weakness that he's in now. He actually um, was weak then too compared to God, but he rose up foolishly against God. Now that's the dumbest thing you could ever do. But that's what human beings at the end of the age uh, will do. And that's what is we're they are maturing into at this time. Now, the next verse means everything to me. All right. Because if you take a look at it, it shows God's response. In other words, this is the divine response that's also in you because you have a, a share in divinity. You are a partaker of divinity, the Bible says, of the divine nature. So in your spirit, your spirit is actually divine. And you are, you are of another nature, of God's nature. You have his holy seed in you, the scripture says. It was planted in you, dropped into you. And that is your spirit. And it's growing and changing. And as you, you know, and the thing with it is, that's you and you can't get away from it. So even if you go put your head in the sand like an ostrich, while the things in the world are get, going are getting crazy, and you don't walk on the narrow path and do your part, you will hate life because you'll never be satisfied unless you're living the God life, the God life, the God life soaring as an eagle, thinking his thoughts, doing his works, relating to him in the family, in your place on earth and in communication with each other, with him, with the divine kings, with the royalty around you, the, the divine royalty until without being there, something in you, that thing in you, the real you is unfulfilled. So, what does it say or do in the midst of the worst opposition? Verse 4, he who sits in the heavens, okay, we know who that is. He's enthroned there, shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. So, something in you, in the midst of the ugliest worst schemes of the wickedness of temptation of, of of the enemy and you know he gets he lifts himself and puffs himself and rallies himself and and goes ahead and gets 
unified with other evil people and forces and joins and bands around and they got this big huge thing they got their you know rah 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 evil and what the the true response of a, of a child of god is is to laugh to simply laugh rear your head back and laugh out loud <laughs> because you know what's coming wipe out See, the scripture says many things about these. The enemy falls into his own pit. He's a fool. But as we're wise, we walk straight and we keep on going untouched by the dread of evil. Because we are on the higher ground. We're stable. We're in Christ. We're seated. It says, he who sits in the heavens. Guess who that is? You! Why do I say that? Because... The scripture says in the book of Ephesians, Colossians, elsewhere in the New Testament, uh, elsewhere in the Bible throughout, but in the, the, the great mystery was revealed that Jesus included us in himself, in his own body, the body of Christ. That's you now. So you are seated. When he's seating on the throne, He his head is the part there, and you are actually the body, you and I. So you are also in the heavenlies with him, seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And you can laugh. You can laugh. You should laugh. Because God laughs. And when he laughs, everybody around him better start laughing. Because <laughs> something's really, really, really funny. Really funny. And you know what it is? The devil's about to run out of gas. His old clunker is putt, putt, putting. And it's the last few little putts. And he's going to stop. And he's going to get out. And he has nothing. Take in a good laugh. Laugh. The worst enemy can do, the worst he can do, just laugh. Because God has already appointed you with Christ, in Christ, as his son and daughter. And he says here, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Now this is the Great Commission. This is worldwide takeover for the gospel. This is how to get the gospel out to every nation, to every person, every neighborhood, village, to the children, to the young people uh, in the, on the streets and the villages around the world. And I can see them. And the gospel is going to them through me. Why? Because out of my lips, I say and I believe and I hold on to, I am his son. He begot me. And he said, ask me. So, so when the enemy rises up, it's time to laugh, get the comic relief, Enjoy who and where you really are seated on the throne. And then know that he's about to give you territory. He's about to give you salvations of people, villages, you know, countries, nations, the whole thing. It's coming. And he is going to use you to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to do all kinds of amazing things because you are in Christ seated and you're secure, and the worst the devil can do is simply laughable. Laugh at your enemies. Yeah.